When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Free Terrible Gamers. I'm here with Ashton as always. Hey guys, how you doing? Alright, got one topic left over from last week and then the rest are fresh. My prediction is I'm calling three or four topics for today. I mean, I want to stick more with three because they're big ones. But we'll go ahead and hit off with the first one that was left over from last week, which is still relevant because half of them still haven't released yet. Right. Uh, Xbox Game Pass for September. Yeah, up first we had Gris. Uh, came out September 5th for console, PC, and cloud. Of course, the big name here, Starfield. September 6th, console, PC, and cloud. Solar Ash. September 14th, console, PC, and cloud. Lies of P. September 19th, console, PC. Party Animals, September 20th, Console PC, Payday 3, which is a big one, because a lot of people love the Payday series. I've played the second one some. Pretty good games. Uh, September 21st, Console PC Cloud, and Cocoon, September 29th, Console and PC. Is Payday more like a crackdown type of situation? Basically, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking. It's it basically yeah. Um, it, I don't know if you've seen the game. Like people are dressed up in those like clown masks and stuff, going around, yeah, holding hostages and stuff. That's what that is. Yeah, I've seen the first two. I've even think I've seen them like played online or whatever, but I've never played one myself. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. Pretty good. I've only played the second one, but I've heard. I mean, the first one's pretty good too, but. Payday 3 is new, and it's, I'm assuming, I'm not sure what the release date is, but I'm sure it's probably, since it's new, probably day one coming out on Game Pass, probably release date September 21st then. Makes sense. Because Game Pass is getting day one games pretty often, even if it's not by first party, because the Capcom game Exo Primal came out day one. About a month ago, probably. So it's pretty cool to see Microsoft getting other games that aren't, you know, first party come day one. So it just shows the other companies showing support for Microsoft. And I mean, it gets people awareness for their games and 
you know, maybe once they try it out on Game Pass, they'll buy it so they'll have it forever. Because, you know, it's not always guaranteed that a game's always going to be on Game Pass forever. So Yeah. Then what, there's Cocoon, it comes out on the 29th? Yeah, I don't I have no idea what that is. I never do. I, I didn't take the father to look at that game. It just sounds weird to me. Are you going to be just stuck in a cocoon the whole time and just <laughs> come out as a butterfly? <laughs> I could probably, probably. But the two big names here, you know, Starfield and Payday Three. And I don't know. people are seem to get are getting hyped over Liza P. I have seen that, yeah, but I don't. I haven't even seen anything. Like gameplay wise of it so I'm not really exactly sure what the deal is on that I've seen the before you buy from game ranks and they said it's pretty decent okay because I'll get everything before you know like all the other famous YouTubers they get games before they release to the public to test them out and get their opinions before people go out there and buy it which of course you got game pass you don't have to worry about buying it in the first place right was Free. Was Liza P part of the direct? I believe it got its own little separate thing. It wasn't like Starfield big. It wasn't a full 40 minute thing, but I believe they got a clip somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Or maybe it's, I know Prince of Persia did. Maybe that's the P I'm thinking about. I don't know. Yeah. That's a different direct, though. Yeah, that's what I was, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was talking about was the Nintendo direct. Yeah. All right. We, I bet you guys was wondering why we didn't really talk about Starfield much, and that's because it's the whole entire next topic. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, we got this reviews out. Yeah. So, based off of 77 critic reviews on Metacritic, it's an 83 and a user score of 6.6 6 out of 10. Based on 7,877 user ratings. So, I mean, 83, that's pretty good. This is the big game that Microsoft really needed after Redfall came out. And it was completely trash. It was like a 60-something on Metacritic. So, it's good to see Microsoft getting a quality game here out of Bethesda. And a 6.6, you know, that's that's Okay. But you got to realize that's from 7,000, almost 8,000 people. And some people just trashed the game for no reason. I mean, they did that with Tears of the Kingdom too. And everybody knows how great of a game it is. So you, the user score you take with a grain of salt. The Metacritic score is more accurate. But honestly, take it with a grain of salt too because they're people too. So it's just based on your own opinion, play the game if you like it, and you know that's your own opinion. But this just gives you a indicator of how good the game actually is. Yeah, uh, I mean, in all actuality, I mean, it's funny how there's 77, there's literally 7,700 on the other one, on this spectrum naturally rated off of. Right. So, I mean, I guess to an extent, obviously, if, you know, if it's 66% of over seven, you know, pretty much eight thousand people, like you said, is upset. That means that about six thousand people like the game, and then two thousand pretty much don't. Right, and like like that, two thousand could just be trollers and going on there putting zero, 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 or one, or one, or one, or whatever. You know, just to bring the score down. Oh yeah, 
because we, yeah, so, like I said, mean, we plenty of those on Tears of the Kingdom, just people being stupid, more or less. Just because you can, like a Wikipedia thing, right? Just to get their, you know, to see, so the, to see their name on there, you know, and just it's like, oh, I, you know, I ranked this game. Sure. Yeah, it's like people leaving Yelp reviews. Yeah, just to get their name out there. Uh, but actually, it falls closer to the IGN score. IGN gave it a seven out of ten, which of course I know they do everything out of ten, so it's right. kind of whatever. But it's still not an eight out of ten to be with Metacritic. So it seems like they're closer to the uh, user critics from what they are the Metacritics. And then it was seventy five percent on PC Gamer. Of course, they do theirs weird. They don't do out of so many people. They just give you a. Which I guess tech with 83 is an 83%, but still, yeah. at the same time, this PC actually wants to put the percent there. But for Bethesda game, it's right there in the middle of the pack. I went ahead and, since Starfield is its own game, it's, you know, don't have any predecessors that don't have, it's not a remake or anything, so I don't have anything past to compare to. So right. I went ahead and just done Bethesda in general. So... 83 is right in the middle of the pack with for Bethesda. Their highest rated game is 96 being uh, Skyrim. Of course. And their lowest game that I've seen was able to find because they used to have a whole entire page from their whole entire rankings, which said the lowest rated game was 47, but that page is no longer available to see all the Bethesda games in one thing. So the lowest I seen the forty seven was actually Fallout seventy six, which is no surprise there because it's in West Virginia. Uh, it's a fifty two Metacritic score, and then uh, you know I'm not calling out West Virginia personally. It's just I lived there for twenty three years, so I can trash West Virginia a little bit. That's all right. But uh, we'll we'll whoop up on Pitt tomorrow night. Yeah. Go years. But sure. uh, anyway, uh, Morrowind going back to the Elder Scrolls series was an 87. Oblivion was a 94. Like I said, Skyrim was a 96. Fallout 76 was a 52, as I said. I took a screenshot of the other ones just because it was uh, easier to do that way. Hopefully, I don't have an issue like I did last week. Oh, I already have an issue because I managed to hit my camera instead of my gallery. <laughs> Technical difficulties. If you're listening, you're not going to notice a difference, but if no. you're watching live on YouTube, you're going to be able to see me kick off for a second. Nah, it'll be all right. All right. Nope, that's good. Which is also an urban physics game we'll get to in a second. But the original Fallout was an 89 Metacritic. Fallout 4 was an 87. Fallout 3 was a 93. And then Fallout New Vegas was an 84. So, yet again, Starfield's right there in the middle of the pack with everything else. Then there's Doom. Doom, the 16 version, I didn't go back to anything before 16, was okay. a 79. And uh, Doom Eternal was an 88. So, oh, yet again, game. it's just Starfield is just right there, right in the middle. And the Doom movie was a 34. So, mm, yeah. there's that little tidbit of information right there. Mm. I don't know if Bethesda had a whole lot to do with that. Maybe. No. No, it, was, it definitely wasn't a Nintendo situation with the Mario movie. Right. Nintendo had 
complete control over that movie of what went on and what came, you know. After the f- long time ago Mario movie came out and completely bombed, they wanted this one to be good. Oh, yeah. Then at the time, start, I mean, uh, Doom would have been better to do more of a cartoonist feel because that was before they had realistic graphics at the time. Yeah. But yeah, so that's everything Starfield and all the other Bethesda games that actually matter. Unless there's more theories that I don't know about, but, you know, I guess it would take me getting an error to the need to find out. I mean, that's all the heavy hitters anyway. You know, Fallout, uh, Outer Scrolls, Skyrim, and uh, Doom. Those are only Bethesda games I know about, so if there's any more, don't be afraid to tell us. Yeah. That's important anyway. I mean, I'm sure there is more, but those are only ones that are worth talking about because they're only ones we know about, so. <laughs> don't come at me saying there's like a Bethesda pinball game because I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't give us trash. If I mean, if we're missing good games, that's one thing, but don't give us trash. I mean, you can if you want. Uh-huh. I don't really care. That's right. Now, let's go over to Nintendo Direct, which is probably going to take the rest of our time here. <laughs> Maybe. We still got a while. I believe it'll last. Okay. Well, I didn't do the whole Direct. I just did my recap of what I'm interested in, so that might shorten it up a little bit. Maybe not, because it's still a lot. But anyway, <laughs> what's that? I said maybe. We'll find out. Okay. All right, starting off here, Paper Mario, The Thousand Year Door. Paper Mario's classic GameCube role-playing game is heading to Nintendo Switch with enhanced HD graphics. If you guys remember and have been a long-time listener or watcher, you'll remember that we mentioned this was being rumored, I don't know, three or four months ago, probably. Maybe not quite that long, but it's been a while. But, um, yeah, it's, it was true. So the rumor was true. But anyway, it says just in time for 2024, Nintendo said. So there's not really a release date for Paper Mario Thousand Year Door remake. But, I mean, I have played this game and it's a Paper Mario game. So it's an RPG, which isn't really my style. But I know it's it's one of my highlights because I know it's a really popular game. So I wanted to get the news out there in case you haven't seen the direct which I know a lot of you don't, and I know a lot of you do. So if you haven't heard of it, there you go. Up next, we had Mario vs. Donkey Kong, a new entry in the long-running Mario vs. Donkey Kong series of puzzle platforming games is coming to Nintendo Switch. The next entry features local co-op play and is coming to Switch on February 16th, 2024. So I thought that was pretty cool. Obviously, Nintendo's longtime arcade game, Donkey Kong, was a big hit back in the early 80s. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's had a ton of sequels, so a new one, that'd be pretty cool and pretty fun. Something to, you know, just play while you're passing time, you know, a time waster. One of those type of games. Yeah. Uh, Super Mario RPG, once again, not an RPG fan, but I know a lot of you are, and a lot of you like this game from the 64 era so it's being remade which we've talked about before but it says super mario rpg remakes 
Square's beloved role-playing game with a few new tweaks, including updated action commands to unleash all new triple moves when it comes to Switch on November 17th. Nintendo showed off a slick new trailer for the remake, and it looks great. Okay, moving on. Princess Peach Showtime. So this is a Princess Peach game, and I don't think there's been a new one in like... 16 17 years like a peach exclusive game the last one was i can't remember what the name of it was it was on the ds because my little sister had it and it was kind of weird because you played with different emotions and different you tapped on mad sad or happy or something and it did just different things in the game on whether what emotion like if you were crying like it would make plants grow or something like it was weird but it was pretty interesting concept but it says, Princess Peach Showtime, a night at the theater goes south when Grape and the Sour Bunch take over the Sparkle Theater, forcing Princess Peach and the theater's guardian Stella to save the day in Princess Peach Showtime. Peach will assume various forms, each with unique gameplay like Detective Peach, Kung Fu Peach, and Sword Fighter Peach. Princess Peach Showtime comes to Nintendo Switch on March 22, 2024. And up next, this game I'm really excited for, Luigi's Mansion 2 HD. So, uh, I played the second one on the 3DS, and then my stupid dog I had chewed up my cartridge, so I didn't get to finish it. Hated that dog so much. She's so stupid. She even chewed up my 3DS and busted the screen on it because she's an idiot. Anyway. She got Majora's Mask, didn't she? Huh? She chewed up Majora's Mask too, didn't she? Uh, no, no, it was Luigi's Mansion and I think the 3DS itself, the 3DS, and then Super New Super Mario Bros. 2, I believe, is what it was. I still have Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask in full functioning order, but uh, I had to buy a new, I didn't even buy a new 3DS, I bought a new 2DS XL, so Japanese version, I modded it anyway. Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon is coming to Nintendo Switch as Luigi's Mansion 2 HD in summer 2024 with co-op play for up to four players. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Really excited for that one, because I've beat the first and third one, but I wasn't able to finish the second one because of stupid dog. Yeah. Um, F Zero ninety nine. So I thought this was really cool. I would like to see a new F Zero game or F Zero GX for the GameCube be remade, but 
maybe they're just seeing how many people play this and then they'll work on a remake or a complete new game. But it's just like uh, Tetris 99 or uh, was it Mario 35 they came out with. So F-099. Yeah, Pac-Man. And they have Pac. Yep, you're right. Which Super Mario 35 was discontinued. I love that game. Hopefully they bring it back for the 40th anniversary. But anyway, Super NES racing game F-Zero is back in Battle Royale form. F-Zero 99 will throw 99 racers onto a futuristic cover track in a fight to reach the finish line. F-Zero 99 is available exclusively through a Nintendo Switch online subscription starting whatever day then a direct cap. I think it was Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday. Yesterday at the time of recording then. September 14th. Okay. This next one I believe is my last one. Classic Tomb Raiders Remastered. So I've played the first couple on the PlayStation 1. And then I've played some of the older ones. But, I mean the newer ones, I mean. But, uh... Remastered Lara Croft's first three action adventure games are heading to Nintendo Switch on February 14, 2024 as Tomb Raider 1, 2, and 3 Remastered, starring Lara Croft. The collection includes updated graphics as well as classic visuals, if you prefer. So you can use the classic or updated ones. So I thought that was pretty cool. And that's all I have that interested me in this direct. So you covered a lot of them. I got literally every single one there was uh, on the thing. I got ba- I basically got the whole entire direct and bullet points. But uh, what's really fascinated me about this direct is how many DS games mm-hmm. they're bringing back as yeah. remakes. Yeah, I noticed that. It was like a complete focal point for them was to bring their older DS or 3DS titles to the Switch. Yeah, so DS and 3DS games, which I wouldn't be su- surprised if all of this works out if we see a Spirit Tracks and Phantom Hourglass within the next couple of years. I hope so, and I hope they don't use the stupid touchscreen that's Control Link. Hopefully they bring actual controls. I mean, you've seen they changed a bunch of these games in the thing for right. and everything. So but it's if possible. That's what they're doing, if they're doing yeah, so it's definitely possible, especially since, like I said, they're, I mean, multiple DS games are coming back for the thing. I mean, shoot, I never figured I'd see Luigi's Mansion 2 on a full-scale game because it's smaller than the original Luigi's Mansion. Right, and I'm happy they they did. And I mean, they remade Luigi's Mansion 1 for 3DS, so maybe we'll get that port to the Switch eventually, but maybe not. I don't know. But anyways, for the viewers that wants to listen for the whole entire direct in less than 40 minutes, <laughs> here is the list of things to expect in the future or currently since some of the stuff got shadow dropped and was able to be released since yesterday at the time of recording. Uh, Splatoon Free Side Order, which is, I believe, the second DLC pack for the game but it's for the single player mode and obviously you have to have the game for it to work it's can't just buy the expansion pass and not get the game right uh 
is coming out in spring 2024. The Mario versus Donkey Kong, which Ashton had talked about, which I believe the last time that it was released, it was a Game Boy Advance game. Like the original one was on Game Boy Advance, not counting off, you know, Jumpman Mario, but they right. actually had a similar one to this thing, and they said that during the direct. Yeah. So the original one was on Game Boy Advance for this type of style of play. The Prince of Persia, which I believe was the Prince game you was trying to refer to as earlier, the Lost yeah. Crown the gameplay trailer ahead of its January release. So it's not a specific day in January, but if you're a Prince of Persia fan, which is, I mean, I'm not going to say it's weird, but the fact that they haven't had a Prince of Persia game in a while or a movie to release recently really is a weird decision to have a Prince of Persia game out. It was a really uh, popular game, like on the GameCube. A lot of people liked that game. I never played it, but no, never did. I've seen plenty of gameplay footage about yeah. it, but yeah, especially in the day when YouTube still buffered. Yeah, if you have Frontier, it probably still does. <laughs> uh, there's Horizon Chase Two is dropping on Switch on the 14th, so you could that was a shadow drop. Uh, Super Crazy Rhythm Castle, which. I believe that one had like Princess Peach in it, so it's kind of like a cadence to Hyrule situation, I believe. Okay. Uh, November 14th. So instead of, like I said, Zelda characters, it's Mario characters, I believe. It was mainly Peach that was showed off in their direct, though. Uh, upcoming Spy and Family game, Great Rift from the uh, Persona series. Super Mario RPG, which you talked about yet again, not really a RPG fan either, but you know, it's apparently they've obviously they have updated graphics and everything else, but it has more of a JRPG play than an actual RPG play now. Yeah, so it might be worth at least trying. Uh another code, which is another DS game that, you know, was a DS game and then Trace Memory, which I guess was the sequel we never did get over here, is on, it's going to be out on January 19th. It looked like somebody lost their memory and you was doing that. But like I said, that just goes on to say that DS games are really getting love from Nintendo right now. Yeah. Uh, Princess Beast Showtime, which Ashton's already covered that one quite a bit. Not really want to skim over that one anymore. It's a peach standalone game. Yeah. Uh. There's Saga Emerald Beyond. Its release is in 2024. There wasn't a specific date. The Tomb Raider trilogy, yet again, Ashton touched on it. That's what it is. A new Detective Pikachu Returns is a trailer showing off the Pokemon companions for mystery solving. Seeing a good old Mewtwo in there, so it ought to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, there was Trombone Champ, oh, which man. was a shot. <laughs> I gotta get that. That's yeah. that's just my style right there. Tar here at a shame. Which you can control with your Joy-Con either with buttons or the little camera on your Joy-Con. Hmm. So there's a control in that game. Play me a trombone, man. That's all right. Go back to sixth grade band class, baby. <laughs> Yeah. A little known fact about Colin now. I didn't even know that. 
You didn't know I was in band in sixth grade? <laughs> oh, did. yeah, I was. Nice. <laughs> in choir, well, course in... I knew he was in course. and eighth grade. But, yeah, little known fact about me. Always been a nerd. <laughs> uh, online Battle Royale Brawler, Battle Crush. It'll launch next spring, so Nintendo's getting on on their own... Uh, Roy Battle Royale after being famous for five years at this point. Yeah. Years, whatever, 17, 18, whatever. Uh, Wartail launches on Switch. It was a shadow drop. Contra Operation Galuga coming early next year. So another Contra game. I mean, that series is, has been pretty popular, you know, for a long time. They haven't got... So they're getting some love now. Mm-hmm. Unicorn Overlord is dropping mm. May 8th of 2020. That's another day one, you know. I'm going to pick that up day one. That it, actually, it, was, it, was, it was weird actually watching it on the trailer. It was, I definitely did not, I was like, oh, okay, this actually seems like a pretty cool game at first. And I was like, no, it's just weird at this point. Then <laughs> uh, after that one was Luigi Hit. Well, EG's Mansion 2, which you got to get covered that one already. The Nintendo announced that there's going to be a Nintendo museum opening in Japan next March. And then something that we had already covered way back when from the data miners is there was a Zelda and Ganondorf Amiibo launching November 4th. Mm-hmm. And then Amiibos for Noah and Mio from Xenoblade Chronicle 3 is coming January 19th. Kingdom Hearts, Sora is getting his own amiibo next year, which I guess he was the last Smash character to be released on Ultimate. Yeah. From a DLC. Yeah. And he's just now getting an amiibo? Yep. Next year. He don't even have, not even this year, and it's be next year. Wow. Maybe it was some licensing, slight licensing conflict there. Yeah, which is, I mean, still weird because, I mean, yeah, Disney's involved in Kingdom Hearts, but they don't have that character in Disney. Right. Just in the game, yeah. Yeah. And then, like I said, we've already covered F-Zero. Not going to waste your time on that anymore. Uh, Bandle Tale League of Legends story. So I take League of Legends lightly since that's pretty much what you call any superhero thing nowadays, I guess. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Song of New. Wait. Oh, it's so. Bandle Tale and Song of New New, I guess, are expansions for League of Legends story. There we go. Okay. Uh, for WarioWare, so there's gonna be a new Wario game. Uh, Eudon Chronicles. 100 Heroes launches April 23rd, 2024. Eastward Octopa, a new paid-for DLC. So if you are an Eastward person, you can go ahead and get the Octopa DLC. Wargroove 2, coming October 5th. Dave and Di- Dave the Diver, not Dave the Diver, uh, finally coming to consoles, which I guess a lot of people are... Since it said finally coming to consoles, I guess whatever. Yeah, I mean, but, I've read online that a lot of people really like that game. 
because it i mean it's been a long time pc game i've never played it but apparently it's like a really fun and like calm time waster game that people really enjoy I mean, yeah, from the trailer I seen on the actual direct itself, it seemed like it was like one of those fishing games where you drop your hook down in the water and you see how many fish you can drag up off the hook. Yeah. Just seems like it's something like that, that way you can upgrade because what you do is you get you dive down, you kill your fish or whatever for a day, and you take it back up and in the evening you sell sushi with it. So it kind of like crosses over with like a cooking simulator t- style game. Okay. Style. Uh, Mario Kart 8 is getting its final booster pack. So you're getting on this holiday with Diddy Kong, Funky Kong, Pauline, and Peachette are going to be the new racers in it. Which okay. I think Diddy Kong and Funky Kong were last seen on the Double Dash. Yeah. For the GameCube. Then Pauline and Peachette are obviously new characters in the racing world and then among us for the switch or i guess in general since i don't i don't know how this works since among us is literally on every platform now but it's getting a new map and it's gonna be a fungal mm-hmm. map yeah well a fungus based map called a fungal which is just uh, i don't know to me that's not a good wordplay because i think of something else when i say fungal <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then as you mentioned, the uh, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, which is a uh, well, I believe one of the highest rated Nintendo games there is. Yeah, one of them. And it's especially for a RPG slash JRPG style game. Yeah, but yet it hasn't seen love in twenty years, and here it is. Everyone's been wanting it, and everyone's finally getting it. Yep, Nintendo delivered. Yeah, they did. But, as I called it, I believe that is all the time we have for today. Yeah, it is. Follow all our socials on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. I think that's it. YouTube. Uh, YouTube, Twitch. Go check out our merch on Redbubble with our updated uh, logo, which isn't behind my head anymore. I haven't bothered to change it yet. <laughs> I don't know if I will. If you're watching the video at all, but if you're listening, then it don't make a difference anyways. Yeah. Our Discord. Okay. Anything else? I think that's it. All right. Later, guys. Catch you guys next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.